Oh, hello. We are live and direct for the Manchester United season review. Uh, the best season review you're going to get, for sure. This Out of all the season reviews, <laughs> I know the Arsenal fans are waiting to jump in the comments, you know, to create that the rivalry that they have in their head, their Twitter rivalry that they have in their head, even though we're not rivals, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but let me introduce the panel. I think we have a, a good mix today. Uh, we'll start, uh, a good mix, yeah, a good mix. We got the the vibe guy, uh, the 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 troll master, fire lord. I'll call him fire fire lord or Gakwame. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. At your service. At your service. <laughs> uh, the optimist, the eternal optimist, you know, who always yeah. believes every season United are going to win the league. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well. I, I may not be uh, I may not be that positive this coming season unless things change quickly. Okay, I just want to remind you that you told me that we're going to win the league. That's all I wanted to say. Was this before the, 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 the Palace game? The Palace away? I think that was more Palace away. My brother, I don't remember. I just remember yeah. that I was sitting in this chair. And I almost fell down from my chair. I stand by what I said. If United had won Palace away and won Arsenal away that week, right right now this would this would this would this, this would be a conversation about how United pulled off an amazing championship. <laughs> if if I lived in Houston uh, and went to school with Beyonce, maybe a Beyonce would be my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Next on the panel, uh, I think. Uh, one of the nerds, I think I'm a nerd too. The nerds on the panel, uh, football nerd, Sabuchi, Mr. Stay Hopeful. Thanks for joining us, Mr. Zaza. You you can't watch football, you can't be a football fan without hope. If you don't have hope, you die. I know I say I said hope kills, so that's a weird thing. I was gonna ask, okay, I was gonna ask because you said it's a hope that kills, but then yeah. if you don't have hope, you die. So either way, you're dead. Yeah, I mean, f- football is a, it's a eternal suffering. Being a football fan is a eternal suffering. I mean. It is what it is. That's just the truth. Before we dive into the topic, that's one of the things you are here for. YouTube, Footy Fantasy. Like, share, subscribe. Twitter, Road to 1.5K, Footy AD Fantasy. Instagram, Fantasy Footy. Like, share during the summer. There will be content on a weekly basis throughout the summer. Like, share, subscribe. Let's dive in. We're going to do summary. Okay? Yeah. You give us a quick two-minute summary about the season. And what grade, letter grade, do you give the season, my United season? I think the season had four, I think you can break the season down into four parts. There was Brighton, Redford. <laughs> That's one part of the season. Yeah. Then there was Liverpool, all the way to Palace away, yeah. where... I think everybody knows United were probably the form team in Europe. That's that's statistics. That's fact. Right? Yeah. Nobody in Europe picked up as many points as United in, in that period of time. Then from Palace, the Arsenal game after that, and then probably to Brighton. That was then Brighton away, where United lost 1-0 with about four, five, five games to go. That was shaky. And in, in between that, you had the the... The, the 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 severe game, etc. So that's another segment of United season, and then the end of the season where United finished 
relatively relatively strong. I think they 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 won out. Um, so those are those to me are the four parts of the United season. I think, I think, overall letter grade of the United season, I'll say a B minus. Um, I think Ten Hag came in had a had a hard job. Started. I, I think it really showed the character of the manager that he had. He didn't get the, the players he wanted in the summer. He dealt with the Ronaldo issue. Dealt with in, in, injuries, green, the, the Mason Greenwood issue, benching the club captain Harry Maguire, and you still finishing top three in the first season. It shows that you know, and in between that, getting trounced by Liverpool and City. I think that's the letter grade I'll give you as a season overall. Now, if I just just to conclude, if I'm going to give each part of the season. <laughs> each part of the season are great Brighton and Brentford that's an F between Liverpool and Crystal Palace A plus between Palace and Brighton away maybe like a C or D and at the end of the season it is what it is probably like a A minus B plus so I would say that that is how I'll grade that this season. So overall, overall, I'll give it, I'll give it a solid B minus. Okay, that's a good summary. Let me take comments quickly. You all have four past your season. What sort of telling about telling telling the bell of a season? <laughs> Name yourself. Don't just say Facebook user. Who who is it? I, I think I think that's linger. I think that's linger. I suspect because the following the following comments say your jacuzzi. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's linger. That's linger. That has to be. Our West Africans is there. Yeah, Liverpool is up next week. Just remember, and I'll be in the comments. I'm there. Listen, I will be in. I will be number one. I will be waiting. And you have to be on this spot, nigga. Don't tell me you are on any California brunch. We are not doing that here. You have. No, 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 no. <laughs> you will be struggling to find Liverpool fans to come and grade their season. No, she said that's Toby. Okay, oh. so first is Toby. Oh, yeah. so they're, even, they're tag teaming Liverpool Arsenal fans are coming in to tag. It's good, it's good. Toby, keep it coming. Keep it coming. <laughs> As we, didn't make, we didn't make a lot of friends along the way, Toby. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're okay. not measuring toes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're not in the pedicure business. Mine, okay, let's go. What is your summary about the season? Um, yeah, I'm just going to stay consistent because I think we, I did talk about this, uh, maybe like two or three podcasts before I'll just give us a passing grade, a solid C, uh, because you can't, you just can't ignore how badly, uh, we failed those, the the failures that Manchester United, um, encountered this season, they were massive. You know, we had some heavy defeats at the hands of Liverpool, at the hands of Manchester City. Even Newcastle kind of disgraced us a little bit. Brighton, Brentford, um, Sevilla, <laughs> Manchester City, again, in the FA Cup final. Uh, we did not go far in the Europa League. Um, we did not... We, we finished third in the league. And, you know, that, that, that third does sound like a, um, you know, decent position to finish in. Sounds like Eric Ten Hag, you know, overachieved in some sorts, but... Let's take a more critical look of how we finished third. I don't agree that we're the th- we were the third best team in the league. That's just that's just me. Um, you look at the number of goals we scored. I mean, goal scoring is a big, big problem. 
it I know and I know Butch is and I know Butch is going to address this, but you know, goal scoring has remained a big problem for Manchester United. I mean, I think in the top eight, in the top eight, we only outscored Aston Villa, I believe. We scored 58 goals the whole season. Even Spurs scored 70. Listen to that. Spurs got 70 goals. United got 58. So um, you know, I'll, I'll look, I'll, I'll give it a solid C. And um, I, I will compare, you know, the, the, the where we finished number three. I will almost compare that to um, Ali's season where he finished second. That was a false second. And today and this season, I think it's a false third. So that's just my opinion. Okay. That's I um. I see. I, I I don't like when football fans do this kind of stuff. <laughs> when when someone gets an achievement and you start putting it in context, then do you do you go and put every other thing that happens in history in context? Like oh yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you start putting everything in context, then achievements are not worth it. That's basically what you're saying. Because you, if you want to look at this team and say the way they finished was bad, the way the team went was bad, then what happened last season? How bad was last season? Last, was back to last season was last season was so disastrous Yes, that if you had told me this team would come third this season, I would have beaten off your hands at the beginning of the season. That's the truth. All of us would have done it. I agree, yeah. Yeah. Now, so you're not looking at a team that couldn't win a game or struggled to win games last season won most of the games they played. They didn't win some. They won most of the games they played this season. Oh, yeah. They got to the FA Cup final. They got to the Carling Cup final and won it. Yeah. Yes, there were disappointments. But where did this team start from? Now, there's another thing you have to go back and look at. We're talking about this team can't score goals. But there's a problem is that our goals considered is actually a very false number. Why? Most of the goals were considered in glots. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. One one match short of having clean sheets in half the Premier League games they played. 17 clean sheets. One more would have been half. So that means this team shot out most of the teams they played. So this is what did they say? Defense win championships. You build from something. So you can't just come and start saying this team can score. The hardest thing to do is to stop teams from scoring. I will also say this. I will also say this. This kind of caveat in, right? I want to take it to a bit. No, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. You have your now. What what I'm trying to say in essence is that you gotta look at what this team did well. If you stop looking at what they did well, you start looking at only the bad things, and of course it's it's a bullshit season. Excuse my French. But if you look at where the team came from and the things they did well, and then the problems the team had. Because, like, uh, okay, was saying, oh, we can break the season up. I can break the season up into two parts. Before Ericsson injury and Casemiro suspension. If Casemiro didn't miss seven Premier League games this season, we would have been closer to second. This whole idea of we're not the third best team is making me laugh. Because from December to Casemiro, to Ericsson injury and Casemiro getting suspension, we were actually as good as most teams. Yeah, in the league, we were matching most teams in the league. Most of these teams that are beating us when we lost steam. Why did we lose steam? We played more games than any team in Europe. We played so many games, and of course, the manager made a mistake of no rotating. And the so, steam. when injuries started coming in, 
and then the other part of it, you got to go and look at the fact that, yes, uh, what's it called? Uh, Haaland scored most of the goals in um, City. in City's uh, team. Same thing with um, Rashford. But the difference is that a lot of other people were scoring in City. A few people were scoring in Manchester United. So basically, we were a team that needed somebody to be carrying us for goals. <laughs> Without that guy, we would have been struggling to score goals. Yes, that's true. But look at where we got to with all these issues. All these issues I mentioned. Casemiro missed seven games. Ericsson missed three months. We didn't have a fit striker. Wegos played half of the season. And we came third? Come on, man. Kudos to this team. Because guess what? Most Premier League teams would not get where we got with what we had to go through. I don't know too many Premier League teams that lost their best two midfielders for a good chunk of the season. Not too many did that. So So what's the grade? So what's the grade, Bucci? The grade is B+. Even in context, it's B+. That's that's my own, you know. Okay. That's just on me. Okay. 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 So I'll I'll say mine quickly. Um, Considering where we started from, right? And when I miss where we started from, how the season, where we didn't sign players quickly... Uh, for sure, and also because of the bad losses, um, I think I'll talk. I'll use a different direction. Um, the good things that happened, in my opinion, all the signings mostly came good. Which is Martinez, Casemiro, pretty much candidates for player of the season. Ericsson had a good season. Ma- uh, Malasia and Anthony were decent. They were decent. I'll be fair with that one. So because those were the good things. I'm, in, in addition to everything everybody has said, you know, the clean sheets, all of that. Um, second best home record, also that's a good thing, you know. The only, only man City had a better home record than United all season, so we even had a home record better than Arsenal's home record. Um, now the things that need improvement, we cannot afford to be get, getting blown out anymore. No, <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah, so we lost 7-0 to Liverpool, 6-3 to City, 4-0 to Brentford. That yeah, that has to stop. Then the goal scoring, like you guys said, the other thing, record. Yeah, it worked. You know, funny enough, again, that record, record is not as bad as people make yeah. it seem. We had the fifth, we had the fifth, yeah, record. Our number five away bad. from home. It was yeah. just the, the, the losses were blowouts, yeah, the big sides, and that's that's what has to stop. Then, if I want to go slightly nitty gritty, we need to start to be play, able to play out of the back against you know, well structured press. <laughs> so, those are the things. So, for me, I think it's a B minus. I'll stay with a B minus. I think that's, I think that's very fair. A B minus is fair for for or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Wanted to say something, so give him maybe oh, ten yeah. seconds. To, I was just to gonna say first. You know, it's a bit like the whole caveat to United finishing third. I think, you know, some some people could say that you know what, it, um, the pep that we see now we may not have seen right if Barcelona didn't win the 09 Champions League final. You know, so I, I think you could always have those kind of caveats, but you have to kind of like take <clears throat> take everything into perspective yeah exactly you gotta you gotta have you gotta like you said you can never have the second second best home record fifth best away record record so if you think averaging that that out if you just, if you just want to do simple 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 averages that that puts you that are probably what third fourth yeah yeah so, you know so i mean so we're the third best team in the league look 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 look, 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 look. let me just and i, I know i know we're, we're we're trying to you know finish this part podcast in time but let me just let me just make something clear, Bucci. My my grade, by the way, is for the team. If you're asking me to grade the manager himself, I'm giving that man an A. Right. The the manager does not, the manager does not. I mean, 
I call it, I call it, I call Ten Hag the Jesus of football, Jesus of coaching. But the man cannot work miracles, right? You can only, a farmer can only work with the tools and the farm he's given. So the fact that, the fact that we don't, we did not have a striker for an entire season, because trust me, he, the club knew Ronaldo wanted to leave. The club knew that. And they still let Ten Hag continue to repeat the institutional line, right? The club knew that Maguire was not good enough. He couldn't play what ten, the, the style Ten Hag wanted him to play, right? So all that is not Ten Hag's fault. So, so again, my grade is, my grade is for, the, for the performance on the pitch just based on what we saw. Look, the Europa League, we didn't, we, we, we didn't even get to the semifinal. Carabao Cup, yes, we won it, but the Carabao Cup was the cheapest of the competitions, you know, that, that we were engaged in. The league, yeah, I mean, we, we, we performed really well in the league, but you can't, I disagree with you. I think goal scoring is the most difficult thing to do and the most important thing to do in football. The numbers say that we scored only 58 goals. That's not Ten Hag's fault, but hey, that's, the, that's just the way the team was structured, you know? If we had, if we had Tony Martial as, as, a, as not a, what, what does Ayo call him, consultant? Yeah. If Tony Martial was not a consultant, right? And if he was there full time, maybe we would have scored, you know, 70 goals. Who knows? And then my opinion would have changed. So this is not a slight on, this is not a dig on the manager at all, at all. This is just, you know, me saying things the way I see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand. I just feel the team grew. That's what I felt compared oh, yeah, to yeah. the team Seven from last like, season. This team yeah, yeah. really grew. Luke Shaw, yeah. look, Luke Shaw, Luke Shaw, the improvement on Luke Shaw was astronomical. This I'm the same person who was talking about he can only cross the street from McDonald's to Burger King. The man looks like looks like he's been born again. Yeah. Wan Bissaka looks like he can play football. Yeah. You know? Um Rashford was phenomenal. Yeah. I think Bruno played his best season in Manchester United, despite not having the goals and assists he should have had, he, he actually played phenomenal football this season. That's the weird thing about it. And that, Without and that's the, the goals thing. and assists. And, and that's, this is one thing, I think, during the early seasons, when people used to talk about Bruno scoring goals, Bruno scoring goals, Bruno scoring goals, I was always of the opinion that, look, I would rather see Bruno's goals drastically reduce and see the team improve on aggregate. Which is what we saw this season. The Hollywood passes have reduced from Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, they've reduced from Bruno Fernandez. I don't, I, I don't care if Bruno scores only eight, nine, ten goals for the season. I don't care about that. I just want, I just want a team that improves on aggregate. I don't want Bruno to be scoring twenty-two goals, but I'm finishing number seven. I don't okay. care about that. What, to this end, is not a, this to is I'm going to add something. Problem. I'm going to add something quickly to what you're saying, and this is just one thing I believe, right? Just like last season, we said we cannot be that bad again last season and we saw we're not that bad this season mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. cannot not be able to score goals because the problem with scoring goals wasn't just about not having a striker it was also about people missing good chances like i would like to say we were not being clinical enough i do not think we get into a position next season where anthony is not scoring those chances um you know, is, you know. <laughs> no, Wegos is not going to be there anyway. Uh, you know, Bruno is not going to miss a lot of those chances he missed. Uh, Sancho is going to be more clinical. And I believe, of course, Ganacho will grow. So, yeah, and whoever we get as a striker will also come and add in goals. I think we're going to score a lot of goals next season. Well, we, we, might, we will really beat some people next season. Like, we, we, we might, you know, put a whooping on some people next season. That's what I believe. I just want revenge on Liverpool. That's all. Okay, let's take comments. Mm -hmm. It's not even playing his preferred style. 
uh, every team had injuries. I think the point is the squad has to be good enough and big enough to cope. If you're commenting from Facebook, put your name by the side so we can catch it. Uh, okay, let's start to players to be sold. Uh, let's start with that comment. I'll... I mean, you guys already know. I mean, Harry Maguire has to go because, look. If <laughs> everyone's, you're, if you're, if, everyone's favorite. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, and I don't I don't even need to give a reason. But, look, if you if your high school GPA is 2.0, you cannot get into Harvard University. Point blank, period. So, um, <laughs> Harry Maguire's report card reads like somebody's farting. Just all the way. Like, yeah. Um, second player that needs to go for me. I mean, I, I'm I'm not I'm I'm choosing to ignore the likes of Bayi and Brandon Williams and those other people. I think that David De Gea needs to go. Uh, it's a and it's a combination of for him. It's a combination of money and also performance slash ability to do what we need to do. Um, took me a long time to get on this boat to get on this train, but we have entered into this era of football where all 11 players on the pitch need to be able to contribute to the attack. Um, the, 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 those times where the goalkeeper is solely, you know, is only, the goalkeeper's only job is to, you know, shot stops, and those days are gone. A goalkeeper must be able to continue or initiate an attack. And the reason is because, the reason is, the reason is because teams are pressing. Teams, every good team is pressing you these days. They're pressing your defenders. They're pressing your goalkeeper. So um, that is why I'm picking. That is why I'm picking David De Gea to go. So Harry Maguire, David De Gea. Okay. You picked. You picked like uh, the you know the most popular guys. Well, so for some people, De Gea is a legend, so they wouldn't pick him. But mm -hmm. it's not even about style of football. Just to add to your De Gea point, because Maguire doesn't need explanation. The guy is not even making saves as much as he should. He's not preventing. So it's not even a case of style. It's a case of effectiveness because he's not even a great goalkeeper anymore. And he doesn't deserve He doesn't deserve to be the highest paid goalkeeper in the world. I know a goalkeeper. I don't know of too many goalkeepers on 200 200,000. I think, I think Ederson and Allison are on like 150 well, max. So, I think. so, the, if, yeah. so if you slash it by half, he's still one of the highest paid goalkeepers. 200. In the world. That's, that's yeah, not, he's yeah. not. He's not even. You know, like he doesn't deserve to end that. So the De Gea point is very, um, very straight. For me, you know, I, I agree with the two you mentioned. But now my reasons, I'll go with my reasons first before I now mention who. His United doesn't seem to have too much transfer funds. And United has had this issue of a bloated um, wage budget. Wage bill, yeah. Yeah, the wage bill is so high that you got to cut, cut. You got to be very incisive and cut these excesses off. And then you add what you really need. So you, you don't have space to carry unnecessary weight. And so I look at, when I look at the team going forward, I would say, of course, Marshall is a very obvious guy to pick up. You take Marshall away from it. Why would you take Marshall away? Because Marshall is never fit. He's on a high salary. He's on 250K a week. I mean, his salary pays another guy. He, he pays a top striker. I mean, Hurricane doesn't answer that. You mean you mean Tony Marshall's salary? Yes, I think he, he pays two strikers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, Hurricane doesn't even end that. So that's yeah. that's Marshall's case. And then you got to fix the midfield, and to do that, you got to sell some midfielders because the team is bloated. And so you got to take McTominay away. That's my pick. I 
sell McTominay. Why would I sell McTominay? Because English clubs seem to want him, so sell him. I mean, you got to sell who people want, especially for good money. Um, you know, it's easy to see. Um, this is get forty million for him, thereabouts, thirty to forty million. You can add that and get another McTominay. Yeah, you can get thirty to forty million for McTominay. I mean, if Chelsea want. 50 to 64 mount from this United negotiators. We're just talking about in the you know in the same world. Yeah, so yeah. I mean that that pays that pays half of Kashido's transfer, for example. So you, you gotta sell those guys, you gotta drop them. Those are my two. Okay, okay, those are good picks. Uh I don't know if okay is ready. If okay is ready, I can go. Uh no, I can talk, I can talk. Um okay. I think I think um I think the, the the players mentioned already. Let me say they should they should go, but I think it'll be better for them to find better opportunities elsewhere, maybe um, for Harry, Harry Maguire. And then, I mean, I, I don't want to be repetitive. You definitely need a goalkeeper that can play up from the back. But here's here's one that's the left field. I don't think United can win the Premier League with Bruno Fernandez as a number ten. I think Bruno Fernandez is twenty eight now. If United can get. 100 million, 80 million, then, then I think you actually should take, should, 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 should take that money because I always try and look, look at it in this way, right? Look at KDB, look at Bruno. They're playing, they're playing similar propositions. Chalk and cheese. KDB in this United team will, will transform the team. Don't get me wrong. Bruno has done well. Bruno has, he's, since he's been at United, he's done a lot of good, good things. But I just feel that you have to kind of like just be a bit you got to just think of, look at the bigger picture. And I think that if Ferguson was what, what was in charge, Bruno would have, Bruno would have been gone by, by now. He's, he's a... He's a Whoa, man, the violence. Wait, 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 wait. Just, wait, just, just wait. jump to the second one. Because, ah, man, just jump to the second one. Because, man, we're about to eat you up here, man. Just jump to the second one. <laughs> Bruno, Bruno has great stats, but don't let great stats fool you. Juan Mata had great, 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 great stats. There are players out there that have great stats, but great stats. Van Nistelrooy had great, great stats. Ferguson still saw that the team was better when it was without him. You understand? And put Sahar in there. Sahar is not as talented as Van Nistelrooy. You understand? But Ferguson saw that with Sahar, you know, the, the team would, would grow, would grow better with Sahar than Van Nistelrooy. So I think you, people have to stop, especially United fans, stop looking at the stats and say, "Oh, Bruno got 20 goals for 15 assists." Look at look at how many times Bruno could have slipped some, some, some somebody in. But Bruno goes for the for the for the for the Hollywood pass or Hollywood goal. Guys, let's be let's be serious. I think I think if Madrid come in 80, 100 million for, for, for Bruno, United should absolutely bite their hands off. But United mm. won't. And, and and I think look at look at and and, 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 and let me give you this just before I finish, give you another example. Look at Gundogan for for, for, for City. Probably City's second or third best player. Pep Pep has seen some something that says, do you know what? Going forward, he may not be the be the, be the guy, or perhaps going to change the style of play. At United, some United fans will be saying, "Give him a five-year deal." Let's let you know that this guy wanted the Champions League captain, trouble ca- 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 captain. But Pep, Pep is just ruthless. And next season, it could be KDB. And the season after, it could be Haaland. Pep, Pep does not mess with this around. So I think that's that, that's left field. I know you guys are, are gonna, you know, you guys are. Okay, okay, okay game, please, but... okay. Tell us your second player, please, please, please. No, I, I, tell I, us I your second it, player, because. No, I, 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 I,
Oh, he okay. said the hair. Okay, okay, okay. Ayo, read that. Read that comment. Read that comment before we read that comment before we before we. Because no, the, no, we need Ayo to say it on too. No, no. Let what me does it comment? We say why I say so. We're even credit card cops now. Okay, well, I think. What's credit card cops? <laughs> well, Carabao is a beer. You didn't. Your team Carabao is an energy drink. Uh, if we were doing credit review, your team did not even qualify to get a credit. Uh, what do you call it? Those cards they use. Secure credit, credit card. They can't even get secure uh, credit card. Just secure credit card. You're talking of credit card. Call. Look at you. They didn't qualify for reward card. Not with secure card rewards. That's reward card. Reward card. Uh, they are coming here to. Arsenal <laughs> fans, Arsenal fans amaze me. I love them. <laughs> so someone said I disagree on, on the game. He can't do what, can't do what Bruno, does. Bruno does. He's injury prone and doesn't help out defensively that much. Now this is the thing about Ayo. We've, no, we've not heard Ayo's too. We've not heard. Hey, no, but I, we gotta, we gotta, we Bruno, gotta hit that now. Bruno, Bruno cannot let KDB shoes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that's, no, that's, that's not what that's not what the guy said. He's not saying. He, He's technically telling you something that people miss out a lot, which is Bruno has hardly been injured since he yeah. came to Man United. Bruno is a hard worker. He's a team player. He has attitude. There's a reason why the guy is the assistant captain. Forget about stats. Yes, and he's annoying. He's a very annoying player. He, <laughs> he does Hollywood passes. He dives a lot. He moans a lot, and all of that. But it's the same kind of the, the you know the devil, the gift and the cost. Like with the diving and the, the diving and the morning. I'm here for it. I like it. Yeah, the gift and the cost. Like Roy Keane, who was such a terrible human being at times, but a brilliant player. I take this guy's heart because one thing this team does not have a lot of is players with heart. Players that come and give it all out there. Sometimes, I mean, Bruno doesn't always, but. He puts it all out there. And so would you swap winners for KDB? Would you swap winners for KDB? If you offer two of them in a team. No, no, no. no. If, if you offer the straight swap now, yeah, Bruno for KDB, would you, would you take it? Who? Who for who? Bruno for straight KDB. Swap. Jesus, man, what kind of uh, trap is this kind of question, man? <laughs> it's a honey trap. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I, I take it. I take it, man. <laughs> I take it. Like, it's, like, like, dude, I love Rashford. It's like asking me, would you take Rashford for Haaland? Like, come I'll on, man. I'll, I'll take it. Or Rashford from Mbappe. Of course I'll take it. Yeah. Like, or Rashford from Mbappe. Like, come on. But we're talking about what you have. So you're saying we should sell our best player? No, no. But but you let me let me put let me hop into or let me hop to OK's defense. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think what OK was trying to say was that maybe United should necessarily maybe United should not necessarily put him like in the like transfer list him. But if an offer comes for 80 to 100 for 80 to 100 million, the boy, the man is what 28, 29 years old. You have to sell. You, what do we know about Manchester United? We never sell at the right time. <laughs> never. We're always we're the worst sellers. Like we couldn't sell, we couldn't sell water to a thirsty man in the Sahara. We couldn't. Right. right. So if and and you know what? Okay, I'm not, I don't necessarily disagree with him. Now, am I going to transfer list Bruno Fernandez? No. But if, if Madrid comes, if Florentino Perez comes with 80 million pounds, 100 million, I'll take it. I'll take I'm it. I'm not selling Bruno Anyone. for less than 120, 130. To, to replace him, I mean, Caicedo is 80 million pounds. And you want me to sell Bruno? Caicedo is 21 years old. Caicedo is 21 years old, bro. 
Bruno is, Bruno is almost 30. Bruno is 29. Abi, is it 28 or 29? 20, 20 to 29. Yeah, yeah. 28, 29 now. Let's take comments. Prince AY says, we love you too. I mean, the world isn't a better place without... What do you? What, what does this credit what card? You, credit card what, what is this man talking about? I'm, you know, what have you won? <laughs> what have you won? They've won, they won the hearts of many. How about that? They, 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 we almost we were in the title challenge cup. Yeah, that's what they won. We were in the yeah. title challenge cup. Made friends along the way, like I said. That's what they did. Yeah. They're making friends. Uh, they won the they won the bigger fish to fry cup. <laughs> <laughs> the only comment I have with this Bruno thing, you know, it's just uh, I did, in response to I think Butch's last comment about. 130 to 120 million. I think the mistake, you know, our negotiators and United fans always do, I think sometimes, is you pay players what they are going to do for you, not what they've done now, right? Bruno is 28, 29, like Ogwa Kwame said. There's no way anybody's paying 130 million for Bruno right now. You know, he's 28, 29. He has, he probably has two, three years at this level. Then yeah. He's going Max. to decline. So, yeah. So, the reason why Carcedo is what that amount is because you are paying him for what he's going to do for his, you know, for the, for the, the future. The future value, not present value. So that's the also let me let me let me just let me add something as well. So I think United fans this season, United fans have to become less player FC, right? A player is a part of a team, and 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 sometimes you just kind of like see United team United United fans the last few seasons, you have the 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 hair FC when the hair was doing that the Arsenal game was it 2017 2018, then you don't have Bruno FC from 20. No, in my opinion, hundred listen. Look at look at the composition of the of the team before any single player, right? And I'm sure that if Twitter and Instagram were around when Ferguson got got rid of Ince, Kanchelskis, and all those guys in one go in one summer, people would have been up, up, up for how dare Ferguson get rid of these guys? They they instrumental. Then 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 then, then when Ferguson got rid of Banistaway, the same thing. This is a goal again, guaranteed a goal again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stand. But you have to think of it as how can the team move forward. I, 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 I've said it before, and I, I, I have not been saying it to you for, for, for a while. I don't think Bruno, as a number ten, is gonna is, is the guy that can lead them to a Premier League title. He just he will score goals. He will do some great stuff during the season. But consistently, do you know that KDB has scored over fifty goals against the against the um, top six in, in the Premier League? Over 50, 50 goals and assists. I think it's yeah, over fifty goals and assists against the top six in the, in, the, in, the, in the Premier League. The guy is a big game player. You can't oh, okay. To. Okay, I have a question for you. I have wait, a question. Wait, wait, wait. No, we're going to sidetrack. No, okay, sidetrack. Wait, wait, wait. Let him ask. I, 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 please let him ask. Let, let him ask the question. I'll ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. Okay, comment. Oh yeah, just quick. So okay, are you saying that you just don't like Bruno in the number ten? And that you play him in a different position, or that he has no place in the team at all. I think I think that if Bruno can can find a place in another position in the team, then, then that's fine. I think that Bruno as I but I think that for, for those other other positions, you're gonna want different players. So if you're gonna play Bruno on the wing, yeah, then you probably will be looking at you know different different kind of players who could can be be a player one on one. If you want to play him deep, deeper, he's not Frankie, Frankie De Jong, he's not Caicedo, or I've not watched Caicedo a lot. So the only position where Bruno can excel in is, is the number 10. And I think at that number number 10 position, you need, like, put it this way, Odegaard is playing better than Bruno now. He just does the right things at the right time, makes the right decision. You know, Bruno is too hit, 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 hit and miss in that, in that position. 
Okay, so my two transfers players that should be sold. You guys have said one, David De Gea, for obvious reasons. I'll go into that later when I talk about a similar topic. Second one is Marshall. Talking about FCs, player FC, according to I was number one, Marshall FC, for so many years. You know, Tonto Marshall, but nah, it's, we're, we're, we're tired, it's done. And the reason why I think Marshall to go is one, availability is the best ability, I mean, right? Like they say, he's never available. I coined him consultant FC this season. Just because this he chooses his own hours, right? As a consultant, he can pick and work two hours, <laughs> four hours <laughs> like a month. Like, nah, we cannot know. United cannot move forward with this. Like, I yeah. need I need you to be available. That's number one. The second reason is it's just his wages, it's not 230k. It's just we're just burning value that we're burning money yeah. down the drain by doing that. We can move him out, get like two Ram, who I think is going somewhere else now. Maybe Milan, I'm hearing, whatever. Like we should, that Marcus. kind of yeah, Marcus Turan, I, mean, I think oh, I right. he's going to Milan or something, some other place. We can get someone like that on the free. I know we have budget restrictions. The other person, since you guys have chosen that there, I'll go to his friend. If it's true that Fulham, if it's true that Fulham is, you know, since they say Fulham has made a bid, I think we should move Fred, move Fred on. How old is Fred? Fred is about 28 or there, but yeah, 27, 28. I think 27. Okay. 27. I think we should move Fred on because <laughs> for the very simple reason, he's the only one it looks like they say there's an interest in him, right? You can only sell what there are two, there are two parties to a deal. There's a buyer and a seller. That's there's right. Two, there seems to be a buyer for Fred. I like Fred. Fred, but Fred, Fred is 30. Fred is 30 years, years old. Okay, so if it's true, this is why I should move him on now. We should uh -huh. move Fred on. Like I said, United should need to get into the policy of looking ahead long term and paying for players whether it's salary or transfer fees based on what they'll do for you in the future know what they're doing for you now we make that mistake yeah. so many times in our transfer policy and keep yeah. it so if since there's someone come up thread move thread on and get a younger player that can do what he can do or can have i think even more importantly a similar profile to the type of midfielders you have when i mean similar like there'll be an easier like you know someone that can keep the ball because what, it, what happens is once X is out and spread, it's like the midfield is a totally different midfield, like two night and day qualities. And that's yeah. fine if you have like replacements. But what we have is like just one players are like unicorns in what they do and they, they and they don't complement each other. So yeah, so that's Bruno, Casemiro, Rashford, you know, like it's really once they're out, even sure, once they're out. The team, you know, like there's nothing. The team, the team is gone. Yeah, it's, it's just disintegrates. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. it's too, it's too dependent on those four players. Okay, yeah. moment or goal of the season. Okay, what's your moment or goal of the season? Okay, so it's one or the other, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my moment of the season and goal of the season, they're both the same. They're both the same moment. It, it actually captured the season for me and I have to explain it quickly. Um Casemiro is a beast. Okay. I, I don't know how we got that guy. I don't know how the guy decided to come to this, you know, this is the last place you would think someone like Casemiro will come for this adventure. Because yeah. there there were easier places to go. He could have gone to Bayern, he could have gone to you know, there are places to go. There were other places. There were options. PSG, if he was looking for a payday. I mean, PSG is even an easier payday than this. Yeah. And this guy came in here to put in work. And why? So that's why he's my player of the season. Of course, Rashford could be there too. But this moment captures what 
he, he did for the club, captures the moment, the season, and captures everything about the revival that happened this season. His goal in the Carling Cup final was a moment that of relief. It was the first trophy in years, in six <coughs> days, if I'm correct. Yeah. And he was the right player to score it. He was it was meant to be. It was just that kind of thing that once he scored that goal, it lifted so much off our shoulders. And there were there was no better person to score that goal. There was no better person. It was it had to be him. And so that is a moment that goes whenever I think about this is I go back to that moment. I remember that header. The beautiful head, the way he planted it, the celebration, you know, it was just amazing. So, I mean, I could keep going on and on and on about it, but that is my moment of the season. Okay. That's great. That's good. I agree. Let me take comments then. Okay, can go. Um, comments. Oga Kwame is tiredness of me <laughs> from Prince <laughs> Uh Said this bro, this bros has beef with Bruno, period. Say <laughs> okay, has beef. Okay. What's your moment or goal of the season? Let me see. Is he on? Yeah, he's on. Oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah. Yeah. Garnacho. Twice, please. Garnacho. I think that the goal against Fulham is so important. Is it the goal against Fulham? Yeah, goal against Fulham. Garnacho. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Last minute goal. It kind of, it kind of also helped United fans realize that, 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 that the spirit in the team, you understand? So, in my opinion, it was the best goal of the season. And also, it was almost like a turn turning moment because I think United fans started to see Tenten Hag like, wow, okay, there's something in this team now. You know, this team has a bit of a fight. Yeah, you that's know, right. And that's the, and that's the same day that idiot released that... Um, yes. That idiot released that um, yes. interview. Yeah. Literally 45 minutes after. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was the inspector. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes. coming, I'm getting to him in the particular section for sure. I'm getting to the uh, okay, come on. What's your moment or goal of the season? Uh, I don't have goal of the season. Um, moment of the season happened off the pitch. Uh, it was when the Glazers put United up for sale because <laughs> and, and it's it, the like it, it signifies the beginning. And I know it's still going on, people are frustrated and stuff, but. Let's hang in there. It will soon be over. Amen. Regardless of who owns Manchester United, uh, the Glazers leaving, United fans should celebrate that because at the very least, it's, it represents an opportunity for the club to restructure and just redesign itself from scratch. So um, that's my moment of the season. Hopefully, you know, uh, it's, it's over and, and we get a new owner very soon. But yeah. Yeah. So- Prince AY's moment of the season or, or goal of the season he says the offside goal against City. It was so controversial that I got uh-huh. me the IFBB rules and right. Uh, hey, yeah, Prince yeah. Let me tell you my moment of the season, Prince AY. Was when the Walcott of Southampton scored against you at the Emirates Stadium. Did they see it as? Did they defend them? As they defend them? I'm like, did they see it as? Oh, oh, my God. oh my goodness, they're booking flights. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not gonna name the guy I saw at your party, Ayo. The guy I saw at your party that was telling me that if they win the league, oh he's definitely gonna be at the title parade. Hey, tell me, they don't uh, come on, they don't put together because of that. <laughs> uh, it's so funny, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, my moment of the season is uh, is Sancho's goal versus Liverpool. Ooh. Ooh. I would say why is my moment of the season. If United did not win that Liverpool game, our season could be, we don't have the season we have now. I guarantee you. That was a turnaround. That, that game, if we drop points, forget even drawing. If we didn't get a W against Liverpool in that game, yeah, we do not get the season we have now. I guarantee you. Because that would have been three games on the bounce plus signings. The fans would have turned. It would have been bad. Right, because the players don't get that collective belief that okay, this man has something and he's finding solutions despite all the problems that exist. And very importantly, if you look at the league right now, just look at the league table, we, we, we finished just two points above Liverpool, I think. Just two points. Oh, so, yes, really, yeah, just two points. That, that that win, yeah, I think it's just two points. If I if I remember, I think it's no. It might be no, 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 it was eight. So Liverpool yeah. finished 67. We have 75. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because Liverpool yeah. didn't win. At some point, they were Liverpool drew behind. the game. They drew the game before we won. They don't drew Remember, they threw it. They threw the, they threw it yeah. away themselves. At some point, they were two yeah. points behind us, though. I think so. Right, then right. they threw the game away. Then right. okay, so yeah. Liverpool yeah. and Man United and Newcastle won. For yeah. the way we yeah. move forward, then hack. So, yeah. Because if we did not win that game, oof. That, that would yeah. have turned everything around. That's why that's my moment of the season. Uh, I like us to move uh, smoothly. My, my, just, I just want to say honorable mention for moment of the season. For me personally, when we beat Manchester City at Old Trafford. Uh, <laughs> the, the goal, Prince, I was just talking about, listen, that day I, I lost my voice. And uh, yeah, I was in the spirit. I was going for swimming classes. I remember, I was like, "Oh, I'm going." Yeah, I'm no, going. no, dude, dude, dude. This this thing deserves kudos for coming third. Like, if you remember, even even the the options we had on the bench, people like Garacho, yeah, dropped. Yeah, man, we lost. We lost a lot, man. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I I, I was saying uh, Casemiro's player of the season. He deserves that too. But Rashford, man, dude. That guy was playing even when he was tired. You could see he was injured. The guy was rushing back from injury to come and score goals. He got, he got my goal by the season. Rashford's yeah. goal against Arsenal at the end. Of the even though we lost the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Thomas, Bat- Thomas Bate went to Tema that day. Yeah, yeah. He sent party to Akra. Let's move on. Surprise and disappointment of the season. Let's start. Okay. Okay. We've not heard from you in a while. What's your surprise and disappointment of the season? Two, two questions. Oh, okay, 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 ah, okay, okay. Okay, 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 go. Zaza, surprise and Okay, uh, he mentioned my surprise of the season as his moment of the season. My surprise of the season, even though we, I hadn't, I wasn't shocked, but I was surprised because if you remember, we're talking about it when it happened, we were chatting privately, all of us. And uh, Ayo, if you remember, we both of us said the same thing that it was inevitable the Glazers had to sell. But the way it happened, like, you know, because just a year ago, new, um, Saudi or something were talking to them and they were saying, no, a year or two ago and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then this guy just come all of a sudden and accept defeat. That's what it was. They accepted yeah. defeat because, you know, this is a club that has gone through a plane crash and lost most of its players. Actually, mm-hmm. only two players survived. 
that mm. playing cards. Only two players on the manager. And I think some other people survived too, but only two players survived. Mm. And this, the Glazers feel worse than that. Hmm. The club came out of that plane crash feeling like they could rise again. It's just because Manchester United has gone through that kind of experience that they feel they can get out of this. I know how Newcastle fans felt on the McAshley now. Yeah. That's mm. how dark the Glazers <laughs> are. Yeah. You know, that you know. With all due respect, Walt Weghorst and his, um, you know, pressing spirit and all of that, his tireless running, to go from knowing you needed a striker and the only loan you could find was what? Tell me how bad things were in that club. Yeah. You know, how bad. And so it's we're still getting out of it. We're still in their clutches, but for mm-hmm. me, that was a surprise because these guys had to go. They had to have gone ten years ago. Uh, my disappointment of the season was Casemiro's two red cards. In hindsight, when you go back and think about it, they were not red cards. That's the most painful thing about it. I've seen more violent things happen on the pitch than that, and it hurts because VAR is supposed to be. You know, go back, and this brings us back to how useless VR has been, especially this season. This was probably the most controversial VR season in England because yeah. these two guys were literally, he was holding this guy back. It was a moment of a grab on the neck, and then they were chatting about it. it there was nothing violent about it. If you go back and watch the whole video, you can really see that it was chill. It wasn't a case of I'm holding oh, you. Let's, you know, but let's but let, but let's want to say like Casemiro. I think he he tried to do the jokey thing afterwards because he knew he'd be caught out. But nah, I'm not sure he yeah. was because yeah. he was he wasn't. Kind of, if you watch the video, can I watch the video? He did, Casemiro didn't go in there to fight. Casemiro never is, went in there to fight. He just went and he was pushing guys back. He was actually, if you watch I, it, it was Fred that was went in there with violence. Fred think, and I, Anthony I, were the only people that were really violent there. I think, the, I think it was Ayo that got told Hold on, hold on, man. Let me finish. We can both talk at the same time. Then the second red card was uh, bad because <coughs> if you think about it, he slipped. If you really mm-hmm. think about it, he slipped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going for that. And then it wasn't when you look at it, like that's why you go, okay, why can't these guys chill and really look at taking the situation? He didn't really go into endanger the guy. The guy was hit, but the guy wasn't injured. He, he, you know, it wasn't like one of those, okay, look, this guy, you know, he couldn't even help himself. He slipped. Then the next week, somebody does something worse and they give him a yellow. Yeah. And then another no, week, no, somebody no, no. does something worse and then they give him a card. I go, okay, why is it consistent? Because we lost this guy yeah. and it almost derailed our season. That those those for and, me are and, the... and and Butchie, the 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 um the person the ref who gave Casimiro that red card for that, I think it was the sli- the second one. Mm-hmm. Was the same VAR, <laughs> right? Who mm-hmm. was the? It was the same guy that was in the VAR room the next, literally the next weekend, and said, um, you know, a, a tackle that was worse than that was not a red card. So uh, it's the same person. It wasn't even like, oh, it's a different ref. It was the exact same guy. That was what. That's what was the most, most disappointing about that. Okay. Okay. Please let okay because give us your disappointment and uh, yeah, and then you can reply to what I said. Um, I think the disappointing part of the season was probably Ericsson get, getting injured. I think, mm. okay, do you know what? Yeah, I'll go back to saying it. I'm going to say to I'm doing the face actually. 
the Palace game away from from, from, from home. I think United win that game and United beat Arsenal. I've been saying it. I know you have heard me say this. (laughs) 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 The United game away from Palace. United beat Palace, United beat Arsenal, United are champions. If you guys have seen that that meme on, on Twitter where it says, you know, give a stance that you're willing to, to, to down the hill for. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the hill that I'm going to... United won those two games. Look at this. Listen, what the fuck this always used to say about winning championships? Dude, you said so Bruno you should be sold. That's the one you should be dying for, wait, not this one. Wait, wait. <laughs> momentum. 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 United, United, United win those two games and the momentum is United. United. Even, even at that point, if you notice, even Pep has stopped talking about United the way he used to talk about United. Before he used to hype up United and say United are doing well, you know, people stop. Now Pep and Klopp were the ones who are now feeling a bit happy. If I remember talking at least Pep was feeling like a bit, you know, Pep was trying to get a few dig, 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 digs in. He knew United were coming. I think United just messed that game up. Beat, beat Palace, beat Arsenal, champions. I don't, I don't think it was sustainable. So what's, so, so what's your surprise of the season? Yeah, you forgot that. Surprise of the season was um, probably Eric Tenhard. You know, I think how he turned it around. That's that's probably the big surprise because I thought the players would, you know, we've seen these players chew out managers, you know, but I thought the, the way he he managed to, the way he has get got the players on side, the way he has managed, even like the whole De Gea situation, you know, Tenhard could have. Won this player under 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 the bus like Jose would have. Oh, yeah. If Jose was, was was in charge this season, oh, yeah. dumped the fire. It would have yeah. been Jose every week. But Tenten Hag was backing Maguire, saying Maguire's not place in the team because yeah. Tenten Hag knows that a he needs those players in the, in the dressing room, and b for the players like De Gea, there's no there's no one that he can really play. You know, even like players like you know, so he's he the way he has managed these players, managed the egos. Even like Martial, you know, he could have come back and said, you know, he's not sure. But I remember when the one one journey tried to ask him about Martial, not 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 playing, and Ten Hag was like, but but when he plays, he scores. So he's like, he was like hyping them up, you know. Even though Ten Hag probably knows that if an offer comes in from Martial, he'll take it. So that was, that was probably a big surprise how Ten Hag has has assimilated to that role and commanded yeah, the, the club. The, the man management is. was good. The yeah. management is, is, is top yeah. notch. Yeah, to add to that quickly, okay, you know, um, the Ronaldo issue, it would have derailed the team under a weaker manager. But there was two things, you know, just to add quickly to what okay said, there were two things uh, Tehag did, or one thing, they were all one thing. The loss against uh, Brentford, it was Brentford, I believe, that whooped us 4 0 and he went on that run. Brentford, yeah. That was if it was the other manager, the consultant manager, uh, Ragnick, he would have come out and <laughs> thrown all the players under the boss and said, I told this club these players are useless, we need new players. Blah, blah blah. This guy came to the press and said, I failed. He said, He said he failed, he first admitted it, not just the players, he said himself that he wasn't well prepared. Then he now went and he jogged with his players. So, why was that important? Because when Ronaldo did what he did. No single Man United player, mm. no no single Man United player came out to support it. There were no rumors, nothing. That's true. It just went. That's true. 
They sealed it and pushed him away like whatever and moved on. Yeah. So, so man, okay, he's right, man. Ten Hag, Ten Hag really did a good job. I'm going to do that as a transition. Um, since you already mentioned that. So my disappointment is, you know, I, I, I nicknamed him Jacuzzi Inspector. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know what's great? I, 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 on my notes, I left the disappointment blank because I knew you were going to address it. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that like, yeah, there are people in the comments addressing it along with me. Linga, she said she, the only reason she's joining is to hear me talk about Jacuzzi Inspector. Jacuzzi Inspector. <laughs> I, him. I call him Jacuzzi Inspector because this guy gave a whole interview. Yeah. You know, in the middle of the season, a season yeah. that was turbulent, start everything. Yeah, and the man, the man accumulated all your shenanigans and nonsense from yeah. preseason throughout. He did. Yeah. You know, the fact that you were a problem, you were impressing, you didn't care about it, nothing. It was yeah. all about you, and you still went and did that and complained about this, that. Gave an interview to Pierce Morgan when you did not care about all of this when you were starting yeah. week out the season before. Exactly. You know, it's like yeah. So yeah, that's. A, I was very disappointed because of the fact that I, I always knew that Ronaldo was always about him. I told people before it was very unpopular then. People were like, I heard this, you know. When of course, I'm like I said, I'm still waiting for my apologies. People know they know that somebody on this podcast, man, I'm still with my apologies. I can get it by email, fax, can send me apologies. I feel <laughs> like I want people there. <laughs> but anyways, uh, no, 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 let me back. No, no, I'm not one of them, Sha. Thank God. Okay, who knows? I know I'm not one of them, thank God. I have received. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I knew he was always about himself, but I never knew he was going to stoop that low. And in my wildest dreams, I was like, nah, he's not going to do that. Just because of, you know, I feel like he's smart enough to understand, or he has PR people, let me use that way, around him, to understand legacy and branding. But this guy doesn't care. He's like, born through everything down the toilet and bonded. So I was surprised, genuinely surprised about that. And sorry that I was disappointed. Now, my surprise on the positive news, Garnacho. I, it's my surprise because I, I think some people choose us. Some other people have been telling me, even Chucky, that would guy is so good. And me, my my policy with young players, I don't believe in what you're doing. The academy, reserve games, I'm like, nah, nah. It translates to DPL, I'm not listening to that. People kept telling me, I think, okay, you mentioned him to me. I'm like, nah. I think it was the first game I saw him play, and I think it was probably Europa. I'm not sure that was the first game. I was like, ah, or Carlin Cup, maybe. Carabao. I was like, wow, this kid is good. You know, and he kept doing that regardless of who we play against. Yes. City against Walker, direct. And I was like, wow, this boy has the capability to be him. This boy is him. You know, there's this saying, um, I think it was Peter Drury that I should say it, or Marty Tyler. You know, it's always stuck in my head. For when I was younger, I heard it one game. It's like, you know, Manchester United, you know, players, you know, they're not burdened by the expectations placed on them because mm. of the history. That's yeah. word is what came to my when I saw Garnacho. Like, wow, this kid, is not burdened by the expectation in a very much United jersey. So because of that, yeah, he gets my shout out and my my genuine good surprise of the season. Didn't he, didn't he ask for the number seven, Jesse? Yeah, I heard. Is that, that rumor it? He for it? There's a rumor they're saying they yeah, want to give it to him. With Ten Hag? He can wear 61, he can wear 16, he can wear 52. He doesn't, he doesn't have to be a starter to wear it. Guys, Jacuzzi Inspector was it on the Exactly. Okay. Okay, come on. Um, yeah, yeah, my disappointment, you, you already addressed it. Surprise, I have just I have two quick surprises. And one of them is just a uh, follow-up from 
your disappointment, which is Ronaldo. My surprise in that was the way Manchester United, uh, the decision makers over there, gave Ten Hag free reign to just kick this guy out. Because I, I, I don't know, but I, I want, I think that under another, another manager, maybe last season Ronaldo would have stayed. Nah, he insulted the owners. Yeah, but still though, because again, look, we've seen we've seen the Glazers make worse decisions, right? <laughs> That's um, I, 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 I thought United. I thought I thought the Glazers would have been like, you know what? Ah, we still get money from him. They would have ignored it. But yeah, I'm surprised they kicked him out immediately too. Um, su- second surprise, Luke Shaw and Wan Bissaka, both of them. Um, look, I. Luke Shaw, I keep saying this, Luke Shaw is the reason why we did not suffer complete defensive drop-off after Lito Martinez got injured. And that one, look, when we see Trumeo de Tocam, like the same person who called him, you know, a a stripper from Atlanta, thicker than a snicker, you know, the man, the man, the man did. Wait, 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 name finish. What's the, the, what's the, who said this? Wait, who, n- name was shame. Who said, who said this? Who said this? Huh? Hey, no, it's me that called him. It's no, me. No, no, yeah. no. But you haven't finished it. Said the McDonald's story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, the I said the only crossing Luke Shaw does is when he crosses the street from McDonald's to Burger King. You know. Um. <laughs> so I completely had no. I, I, I did not think Luke Shaw was capable of playing. You know, any kind of meaningful part. In uh, in United season, I I I I the apology. Look sure. Ah no no, you're not getting it. Sorry, you're not getting it. I'm just saying, you're not getting it. I don't care if you leave your fax number. I don't care. Yeah, I don't well, get it. Everybody knows I'm Luke Shaw's biggest fan here. Yeah, that's so. true. But you wrote for Luke Shaw. Even when I, I was in Philly, yeah, so. like three four seasons ago. Yeah, so that was that was a genuine surprise. And with Juan Bissaka, the boy can play. The boy can actually play ball. Like. Again, he just needs. You can tell. You can tell he's being coached. He's being coached on how to be better with with his feet. Um, and I think my and you know early prediction. I think next next season he will clearly he will put daylight between himself and Diogo Dela. So mm. I think both of them are needed. No, 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 no. I know both of them are needed, but let, let, let's not let's not look. I I feel like the off the offensive. Um, ability of Diogo Dalo is overstated. This is why. Yes, Diogo Dalo is more nimble and he can, you know, he, he's, he looks better on the ball. His end product in terms of crosses, for the most part, is crap, you know. Um, so I just think, I just think that part of Diogo, and I've been waiting for that part of his game to become better, and it hasn't over at least two, two seasons now. And the way, the way Juan Bissaka is developing, Combine, combine, let's just leave his ability to do elastic defending. Let's leave that to the side. The way he's moving forward in, you know, he's putting himself in better positions. His footwork is getting sorted out a little bit. I mean, the crossing, the crossing will come. So, yeah. Hmm, interesting. I'm, I'm willing to do a wager on that. But, you know, you <laughs> I, I love what, what off camera, off camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's do a wager. This, this thing you're saying. Well, <laughs> okay. Two so... minutes. I think oh next one is uh, two major. Did you want to say something? No, he didn't. Did he mentioned his surprise? You, you said your disappointment is blank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. I mean, my disappointment was Ayo's disappointment. So that, okay. that's you know. Yeah. 
All two right. major positions to address this summer. Okay, you want to go? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? It's, 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 it's like you're far away. Wait. Hold on, wait. wait. No, it's okay now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the question to, to, to address are. Oh, that's fine. It's fine. Um, hold on a second. The positions to address this summer are striker, number one, and and as for that striker, Harry Kane. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Harry Kane, listen. <laughs> if, if, if Spurs want 150 million, give Spurs 150 million. Right. Listen, do you know that Harry Kane scored in 20... Harry, oh, wait, 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 wait. Do you know that Harry Kane scored in 26 Premier League games this season? That's right. 26 games. So if you, if you, if you, if you add maybe a United multiplier on top of, let's say, 10%, 15%, that means that you that Harry Kane, if you basically could score in 28, 29 games. Not goals, games. Right? You cannot put a value on that. You cannot, listen, you cannot put a value on that. Uh, same, same okay, 150 million is a lot of value. <laughs> <laughs> Are you buying it? Huh? I don't know. know my father's money. You know my father's money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you can spend if you can spend a hundred or, or eighty-five for Anthony, you should pay hundred and thirty for. Let me ask a question here. Mm -hmm. Ask just each each and every one of you. Mm -hmm. If someone someone said Harry Kane for hundred fifty million, and and you and you, it was guaranteed he'll score in. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was a violent comment. Oh, I said the only thing I get is sugar cane. Wow, pause, pause. If, if somebody said, if somebody, if somebody said that you can get Harry Kane, Harry Kane will score in thirty Premier League games next season for one hundred fifty million. Ayo, will, will you take it? What's 30 that? games. Not 30. If someone said that Harry Kane, 150 million, and he'll score in 30 Premier League games next season, games, would you would you would you take it? No. Me neither. Okay. I won't take him. I won't take him. And, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I wouldn't take it. Hold on, hold on. Let, 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 okay, let him finish. Let him finish. Okay, and, 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 and lastly, would you would you would you take it? And what? Would you would you take it? Would you take me? It? Yeah. For hundred, I take a Harry Kane, but I wouldn't take him for hundred and fifty million. That's the striker. No, 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 but that's the question. The, the, the question is hundred and fifty million. No. It's too much. So that means no. <laughs> that means no. It's too much. Okay. Listen. Then 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 here's the thing. Next season, this time next season, we're gonna we're gonna be in the same position, having the same conversation again about what's happening next season. Until United decide that getting a player who's going to guarantee goals, because again, City have tooled up in, in, in Haaland. So there's a reason why, there's, there's a reason. Remember when, I, I keep going, going back, Henri was at Arsenal, United, when I go by Van, Van, Van Nistelrooy. You understand? 
when 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 um Drogba was at Chelsea, United went and got Berbatov. At least it's a, a player, you have to tool up to your to what your opposition is is, is doing. You it's, tool up to what you need is what you need too. Harry Kane, Harry Kane is a player that can drop deep, right? And feeding Rashford, feeding Anthony, flying, flying that down the wing, and he'll still give, 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 give you thirty goals a season. I don't know how okay. anybody could turn turn down thirty okay, goals. Okay, my a question. Season. Okay, my question to you is this: If we get Harry Kane, yeah. are we winning the league? If yes. that answer is yes, yes, then yes. I'll take. Huh? Yes. With this, with the Manchester City dominance, you think Hurricane puts us at the top of the league? Okay. Hurricane means Hurricane means Hurricane goes means that we go from scoring fifty-eight goals in a season, right, during the season, to scoring eighty-eight goals in a season. Can could eighty-eight goals? No, no, but that's not how it works. That's not how it works, though. That's not how it works. So, so, uh, Hurricane Hurricane is going to reduce some other people's chances of scoring. Yeah. It's not a so direct correlation. No, no, this season no, we scored 58. No. If we had no, Harry Kane, we're scoring maximum of like maybe 75. Right. No, because don't forget, Harry Kane is a different kind of striker. He gets, he gets assists. Harry Kane gets, gets, gets assists. That's true, though, because uh, so, Harry Kane so, was going to any something. Someone was going to any something. That works. Okay. So, but so, okay, okay, hold on. Arsenal scored 88 goals. Manchester mm. City scored 90, 94 goals. We're not getting anywhere close to that, even with Hurricane in that team. Yeah, but okay, but but, but here's the his, his, his thing you're not, you're not looking at, right? Multiply the, the multiply effect, right? So it's almost like getting Harry Kane doesn't just improve United's goals, right? In a goal scored column, right? It also reduces United United's goal 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 against column because teams are not going to come out as, as much, right? That, that, that's that's that, that, that's the second thing. The, the third thing is is Harry Kane will, will, will get assists. Harry Kane will get probably about ten. Five to ten extra, 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 extra assists in this United team, and number four is that once United go on a roll and start winning games, winning games, winning, winning games, those games where it's on the knife edge that United would have lost, lot, lot, lost before, they're they're winning the, 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 those games. Those two one games turn to those two one to United turn into three one four one. It's it's not just about oh take Harry Kane's stats and put them in United and now say okay no, there's going to be other factors that are going to are going to be multiplied that you just can't that, that it's yeah, hard to, to, yeah, to, 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 to quantify i have to agree with you on most of the things you're saying the only thing i'm arguing is the price because i, I hey, pick harry kane as the striker it's, it's, it's not, it's not our money don't pay okay if the way i pick harry kane is <laughs> harry kane perfectly complements what we have up front harry kane is the guy that gets the best out of rashford he's the guy that gets the best out of anthony because anthony slows down the game Harry Kane is already catching up, and he can finish that chance. Harry Kane is dropping off, dropping off to fit Rashford. This is perfect. It works. Harry Kane put, drops off. There's space for Rashford to run behind, and Bruno can loop it. So it works perfectly. But it's just 150 million pounds for ten. And also, Butchie, also, Butchie is what is, I'm afraid of. Also, Butchie, the point is, if even if we have Harry Kane doing all those things. Mm-hmm. We're not winning the league. That's the point you people are missing. We like, could win the league. Why no, can't we, we win the league? Not with this city because... dominance. Not with Pep Guardiola. Uh, look, now, that's what you, people if said. If that's you, what if that's if what you, people you, said about Manchester United that they're Pep. Hold, hold no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, Gucci. The, the point I'm trying to make is this: we have a city that nobody could come close to this past season, right? And now they're even strengthening even more. 
Now, if you if you told me if OK gave me Hurricane for one fifty million, right? But with with a Manchester with a pepless Manchester City, then I'll be like, okay, you know, our chances of winning the title, you know, are much greater. So I I think what what it's like, what do you get for what what's the value for money, right? If I get if I get Hurricane for one fifty. I want to win the league and I want to win Champions League. Those two are not happening. So I'm okay. not going to get him. Okay. And okay. also, value for money, value for money also, Harry Kane has a maximum of two years left at the top. Okay, let's chill. Let's chill. Let's take a two. Let's slow down. Let's slow down. Let's slow down. Right. We're, we're, going, we're, we're, going, we're, going, we're going off track. We're sidetracking. We are. We're sidetracking. Yeah. We're sidetracking. Yeah. Quickly. Let's, this is quickly. This is all fantasy. We all, we know United doesn't have a lot of money. So we're talking about... He's saying that if he was going to spend all the money he has, he would buy Harry Kane. He has given his reasons. But players also last. Because I can remember when Lewandowski was always getting injured. Lewandowski is playing up to 34, 35. Lewandowski used to be a guy that was getting injured a lot. Butchie. He's playing. Never he's turning four thirty-five, and he's still he was still very potent. So the idea that Harry Kane gives you two years, uh, he might he, he might be a guy that takes care of himself. I don't want to go into that. But one thing I want to say is the reason why I do not pay one hundred and fifty million for Harry Kane is because we need a striker. Yes, but we we don't want to be in a position where you get a striker and then if Harry Kane is out for two months, which can easily happen, you end up. Becoming toothless, the same kind of issue you have with Ericsson and um Casemiro. Now, you got to fill up the team, you got to build a squad. You don't, want, I don't want to build a, a team of individual superstars, I want to build a squad, a wholesome squad. Yeah. So, one thing if it was fantasy where, like, you know, Arab money or oil money comes and they do some Jedi matrix accounting and then they <clears> 600 million to spend, I'll buy Harry Kane, I'm telling I'll pay whatever. A level I want because he's to me the best fit for especially Ten Hag ball. Haaland is not available. Did Lewandowski okay pick his second player? No, I think he said he's basically telling you. Oh, he said, Oh, so it's Hurricane and Hurricane. It's Hurricane and Hurricane. That's basically okay, what all right. needs to be said. Okay, uh, so okay, let me my, my quick response to that is why no, Hurricane not... and Frankie de Young. And Frankie, oh, Frankie de Young, okay, okay, okay. okay. Right. that makes that. sense. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. So, I just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I stop. Yeah, you know, you know where I where I, where I stand with this. Like now, absolutely not. Even if you have that money, you should go and pay for um, Osimhen. And this is very simple for me. United need to stop buying players or giving out contracts for present value. You need to stop doing that. This is the reason why we always get in the hole every time. This is what people. This is the same people were saying about Cristiano Ronaldo. We got into trouble. The same thing with Casemiro. He, did. he had a good season, but everybody knows this is probably the best Casemiro season we're going to get. From here on out, he's going, he's going to he's decline. Next season, they will not be as good as this. Correct. I don't know why we keep doing this. I like United fans keep doing this. It's, it's like we don't learn from our mistakes. Like, when are people going to learn? We need to stop doing that. We give players contracts for their future value. Harry Kane is 30 years old. This man is 30. The squad is not ready. This is not Van Persie's situation. This United team is not ready to win the league. It's exactly. very clear. It's very yeah. obvious. There are so many yeah. holes in the squad. So many holes that we need to fill. Talk about Harry Kane. Nah, that Harry Kane is the player you get. It's a risk you take when you are one player away. 
Like, oh, like, Hurricane is a risk Arsenal if, well, they didn't have the whole rivalry going on. Hurricane is a risk Arsenal should be taking because they are, we are closer yeah. to winning the league than we are. Banter aside, yeah. they are. You know, so that, that's... A team, a, team like, a team like Real Madrid, they can do that for Hurricane. Correct. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We have so many holes, so Hurricane should be far. United is not ready to win the league until like two, three seasons, in my opinion. I yeah. agree. Well, yeah. It depends on what happens this summer and next summer. We can win it after this season. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see. Don't worry about what we are saying. Let's take comments. Uh, Akeola Adigun says, striker and midfielder preferably no English what's, overhyped players. What's it with this xenophobia, man? Priscilla said, instead of getting K, why not focus on spreading the goals around? Your team is not scoring enough. That's true. Put K in an Arsenal side and scoring goals me normal. Absolutely. I, I'm so glad that there's the North London rivalry there. I, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Kane would have Imagine been, Ken in that Arsenal team. Kane would have perfect for Arsenal. It would have been perfect. Akinola Adigun says, okay, I hear your points about Kane. But Kane for 150 million at 30 is too much. It's, it's just it's, it's it's a lot. Nah. But, nah, you need Tony. I don't know why you're sleeping on especially if you guys are doing how much last, like market women. <laughs> 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 this guy, get out. Get I out. Mean, this, guy is, this team has been negotiating for... Uh, rice and the no, rice. No. You people are looking. You are looking for. Looking for. We are going to go with their rice. Yes. Eh? Since for about a month. <laughs> now, city wants to come and buy. You're talking about the negotiating. <laughs> uh, okay, who's that? Who's that? Uh, okay, come on, you want to go? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> of course, striker. But I, I don't. I, I, I say no to Hurricane. Of course, Osimen. This is why I say no to Osimen as well. When Napoli got Osimen from Lille, they paid seventy-two million for him, and for the first, I think, two or three seasons, they've had to be very, very patient with him. Very patient. Osimen didn't really come good until this past season. Maybe the you know, season before. Yeah, he was a kid. Yeah, no, I know. No, no, no. I know he was a kid. I know he was a kid. Dude, the point I'm trying to make is this: This is second, second, second huh? in Napoli. Though. No. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. He like like joined Napoli in like 2019 or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Big money move from Lille. Yeah. So this is, this Osimhen has been at Lille and the, the, I mean, they were frustrated with him. The fans were. So are we going to have that kind of patience with him if he comes to Manchester, Manchester United and takes that time to become what we think he will become? Two. Jola. I'm not very, I'm Jola. Not very sure. Jola, huh? Osimen, the only problem Osimen had in Napoli was availability, not not playing well. Osimen had a good goals to game ratio in the league. He was scoring very well. He would play 20, like 22, 25 games and score 10 goals. He would play 20-something goals and score 14 goals. So this was the season where he's been the fittest. The patience was about his injury record, not about his ability to score. That guy was banging in goals. If you're talking about a guy that has scored 50 league goals in 83 games or 85 games, the last time I checked was like 80, 80 odd games and 50 league goals. That's not patience. He didn't, score, he didn't score 40 goals last season in the league. He scored most of those goals in other games, other I seasons. Hear, I, 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 hear, I hear you, Bucci. I hear that. The, the second reason that I'm about to give why I don't think we should sign Osimhen is Osimhen is a box striker. Um, I think this season, every single goal he got was from inside the box. Now, that's predatory instinct. Fox in the box, we love that. 
I just think I just think United needs a player that can contribute a little bit in build-up. Um, Osimhen's ability to do that, I see it as quite limited. Um, again, because now if we if we manage to develop a midfield that is an engine, a powerhouse in itself, where we don't need a striker to drop deep, you know, pretty much the pretty much the reasons why people like okay wants Harry Kane. He can drop deep. He can. He can. You know. He can find Anthony. He can find Rashford. He can let. He can make Bruno run past him. Osimhen does not have the ability to do that. So anyway, those are the reasons why I don't want to Osimhen either. Who do we want? Who do I want? I don't know. That's why I'm not a scout. Another person we shouldn't. We sh- it would be a massive mistake. That Hoyland kid, absolutely not. Listen, I can already hear the jokes. Gas station Haaland. You know Haaland from Sam's Club. Like bro. It is going. To, this this man are quoting Atalanta are quoting eighty million for Hoyland. Man has nine goals in the league, bro. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Again, who should we get? I don't know. I don't know. Uh that's why they get paid the big bucks. Another position we need to we need to strengthen. I mean, of goalkeeper is obvious, but the person who sits next to Casemiro, whoever that is, we need to strengthen that. We have to. That is an absolute necessity. Ericsson, I love him. I love him, but in some games he gets overrun. Like people just run through him like he's Laurie Harvey. Seriously. So um it is it, it's yeah, Jesus, that's it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna name because you guys have named uh, some of the positions. I'm not gonna go back to strike uh Though I would say I'll take Osimen. My only fear about Osimen is I don't know whether they should do a phone test and be sure. Because I saw him going to visit, they say he's a childhood friend, and all I was seeing was bros there. I was wondering, this guy, if you're 24, how are your childhood friends? All them bros. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we'll find find out more later. So, um, you know, apart from striker, I think. I'd take uh, a midfielder. I'd take Frankie the Young or Caicedo. I'd go all in on Caicedo. All in. Like, basically, go to... Because it's very obvious these guys want to sell. Go and tell this guy how much the Chelsea offer you for salary. We'll give you 20k more. Guy's young. He's going he's gonna to be worth it. I mean, if you're paying Marshall 250, well, you should be able to pay this guy to something. You know, it's much better that we can afford it. You know, especially he's gonna, you know, he's he's gonna be a star. He's he's gonna be like he's from Ecuador, right? Yeah, yeah. Gonna be so he's gonna be a big draw for us in Ecuador too. A new market. Go and they go and sign one. Antonio Valencia. We can use our Antonio Valencia connections. No, I mean go and sign whatever product they have there. Go and sign one new deal. The way we have one wine from Chile. Go and sign one new deal with somebody there and use it too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will have to right. So yeah. So. Yeah, so you get go all in on Caicedo. Then, um, has anyone mentioned goalkeeper? I don't think anyone did. So mm. I, I, I go all in on Onana. Onana or Costa, but Onana seems to be cheaper. He's twenty seven. He's African, so I'm a little bit biased towards him. And he's cheaper. At twenty seven is kind of young for a goalkeeper, and the guy can play. Like the guy can really play that ball. Yeah. So. Yeah, those are the two positions. The main reason why I go on Caicedo is Caicedo can sit behind beside um Asimiro. 
Casemiro, he can take yeah. his position. And if he sits beside Casemiro, you can rest Bruno as well, push Eric's in front. So it gives us a little, a little bit more options. And okay, I know we're, we're saying two, but I think it's, I just wanted to comment that it's, it's foolish to just be wasting time with Chelsea. Just keep quiet. Ignore Chelsea. Go and buy Clicido. Wait in August. Come back and pay them. Because nobody is going to buy me. What is this? Go and pay them 45 million. They will sell him to you. Because at that time, they'll, they'll be very obvious. It's very obvious that he won't sign a new contract. It's just a mount to wait. You come back. They'll take 45 million plus 5 million, whatever, later in the season. And by that time, you sold them Maguire and Cole. So you have money. There's no need to rush to go and start spending money on that guy now. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Um, my two, two major positions, you guys have mentioned it. I will repeat it. I, all what I'm going to do is the why. I'm going to stress the why more. Um, for goalkeeper, United need to be able to play a way higher line like that we play. So mm. we play a goalkeeper that can aggressively sweep. Because some of our problems, especially when we got blown out, was because of what Tenag had to do, which is there was so much space in between the defense and the forward line. Because the forward line had to counter press and we, we couldn't keep a high line. So because of that, teams just saw that, and that's that space in the middle. They destroyed us with that, you know. Especially anytime they go past Casemiro, we we're done in most of these games, and that's why we had a lot of blowouts. Some in some of the games, especially. Um, the second reason why I think the goalkeeper is because we need to be able to play the ball out of the back smoothly. We need to. You cannot avoid that without a goalkeeper. You just you, yeah. Then I got to do, try it in some games with his hand tied behind his back. It's not going to work next season. It was already showing. Even and the, and the, the effective way to actually beat a press is to go long. And this guy can't kick long to save his life. He can't. Yeah. So, yeah. Like if if, if Man City and uh, Brighton and, you know, Astral and Co. won't come as pressing your boss, you just kick it to Rashford twice. By the time the ball goes there, they, they will realize, oh my God, they'll start go, shifting backwards. It's automatic. But uh, Rashford, sometimes just find the fullbacks if they're high, right? Yeah. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that if they overpress it, and Rashford is standing on that line, and their line is their forward line. You know, once you give it one good ball, and Rashford almost gets in once or twice, they'll be like, okay, the, the back line shifts. Correct. To, and then you can move your And then you can, you can move, shift your line up. Very yeah. automatic. That's yeah. what the reason why nobody, you know, people press um, City with respect. People press City with respect <laughs> yeah. just because Ederson will just kick one ball to um, Haaland. Haaland, for example, or Grealish, and it's over. I mean, the same thing, um, the same thing uh, Alison was doing for Salah. Boom! Boom! Uh, oh my God, this guy is true. He's God. Wait, wait, wait. But we were just pressing these guys. You know, but please continue. Yeah, so that's why, you know, that's how they beat us. That's how they beat us now. Talking about Man City. So yeah, it's it's critical. For striker, I think, I, you know, the other way to look at it is, apart from everything you guys have said, that's, it's like a fixed position to construct your attack around. You know, those two positions, the goalkeeper and striker, mm. they're two pivot positions to construct your team around. And we have suffered for that for so many years. Long before Tenard came. And that's why we need to fix that position. All we've had are like quick fix. People that are not built like strikers. Marshall doesn't play. He doesn't run like a striker. So when we're on the ball, he mm. makes runs alongside other players, you know, and doesn't open up defenses. So those things need to change. And that's why we need a striker, a real striker that knows space, understand yeah. the importance of space when we when teams when the team is on the ball. Marshall um, plays monkey post striker. Yes, exactly. Pretty much. The ones he makes. Yeah, yeah that's true. He's like very close to you. Give it back to me. I give it back to you. Kind oh, of yeah. Ball. yeah. He never spaces. He doesn't yeah, never space. yeah, never stretches. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't stretch out to him. So yeah. So <clears> I mean <throat> that those are the two um position major positions in my head. 
apart from all the other, I think the next one is obvious, the CDM position. I've been screaming for Cancelo for a while. I, I don't know if we'll do it, but I think we that's an opportunity to fix. But the two priority for me, striker and goalkeeper now. What what do you guys think about so just what do you guys think about the whole Declan Rice situation? Because they are talking about we might give them Maguire and McTominay to get Declan Rice. It's an upgrade. I'll take him too. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Like like I don't I don't want to do this um it has to be this player thing. Because you don't always get the player you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, if Rice is achievable mm -hmm. or attainable, I take him because he also offers similar things to um, what's his name, Caicedo. And the good thing about Rice is weirdly is that Rice is better on the ball than people actually give him credit for. And Rice is not actually good at turning with the ball. Right. He's good with moving and facing in the, the field is in front Harry. of him. He yeah. can carry that ball. He can carry balls well, and he can pass, you know, forward. The problem he just has is he's not great at turning, and he's not great under the press. But he can be better because he has. That's the weird thing. He has good ball control. It's just that his turning is not great. He can sub for Casemiro. He can play alongside him, which gives us options. So Rice is good, and if if they're gonna take Maguire out of our hands, that's a blessing. Yeah, that's a big blessing. The other thing about Harry Kane, I wanted to add though, because I thought about it, because uh, was when you were talking about we've been having this problem for long. Is I want I like Harry Kane. I want Harry Kane, but that also leaves us with a problem where we haven't signed a striker for the long haul again. We've signed another Abramovich, and another Cavani. We've signed another Van Persie since. Uh, what's his name? Van Israel left this club. We have not had a long term top nine. Yep, we have not had that. And this is going to about what I mean, when Rooney was now. A long time. No, when Rooney is not a nine, yeah. he played, he, he was a forced nine. He forced it. Bebetov didn't yeah. walk out. Um, Van Pese was not here for long enough. Mm -hmm. Um, Sahar was injured. You can name them. They yeah. just it was one I after the other, you know. All so it's a position that you know. If we're playing fantasy, and when I mean fantasy is, you know, let's say for example, it's not going to happen, but let's say Qatar comes in tomorrow and they pay off the debt, and Manchester United goes and says, "Oh, look, we have this money we didn't even know was sitting down somewhere, and they're going to spend three, four hundred million. I'd buy Kane and Ferguson. <laughs> I'm serious. I'd go get Ferguson because Ferguson's goals per minute ratio is good. My Ferguson's a guy that looks like Kane, like the future Kane. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd, be, I'd take him and let Kane train him. Yeah, you know, save Kane's legs for the big games. And yeah, I, I um, I, 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 the fantasy for me is building a team to challenge. To build a team slowly works too. It's better to build a team slowly. But if you have money. Why not go all out? You know, because this team is built right now to win, weirdly. Because the whole profile of the team is more of players in their prime. If you have more players in their prime, that means these players are not going to get better in five years. They're going to be done in five years. Bruno, Casemiro, Varane. Mm -hmm. They are kind of out of the team. Um, Ericsson. Yeah. 
That's most of the team. Um, Shaw. Even Luke Shaw, yeah. Yeah, Luke Shaw, I think he's 28 now, if I'm correct. Yeah, I think 28. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so you're not looking at guys that are on their way out. So you're <laughs> looking at um, even the younger ones at 25. You know, so the only youngsters in this team is he who will not be named Green uh, um, Ganacho. Um, sure, he's 28. Yeah, Anthony. That's about it. Sancho, I think, is 24. Yeah. So yeah, these are guys that in yeah. about five years are in their prime. So, what, what, sorry, in about five years, they're going down. Um, so this team is kind of built to win. So if you do, if you want really want to get the best out of the players you have now, you go all out and add what you need to add to try and win in the next two three years and disband the team and build it again. Because it's it's going to happen whether you like yeah. it or not. In three to four years, you have to rebuild this whole team. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's, it's inevitable. And that's why you start you start from now. In my opinion, yeah. I think it's very beautiful now, but that's that's just my personal opinion. Anyway, we've come to the end. Uh, for all the guys in the comments, please say why. Uh, your last brother, Keola, Facebook user. Thanks for joining. <laughs> for watching this. <laughs> okay, also, I know he's jumped up. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Mr. Stay Hopeful and Oga Kwame. It's a pleasure as always. <laughs> of course, of course. Next week is Liverpool's turn. We'll be there. Oh, we're gonna be in the comments. I will be there no matter what. Europa FC, Europa FC. We are coming for it. Manchester United FC, FC, yeah. seven up trophy FC. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We are All right, bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs>